Hey, what's up, everybody? This is The Side Gig, and I am your host, Willie Davis, and I am here with my co-host, Jay Love. Jay, say hello to everybody. Hey, Willie. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Happy Monday. Happy Monday. How you doing? Uh, I'm great, but it's really hot in this little well, I had to turn the AC nugget off. of love you have here as an office. I had to turn the AC off because it's, it's, oh. it's noisy. Now, how was I your hope weekend? you don't start stinking. Oh, I smell great. Well, I hope so. Yeah, I do. You want to sniff me? No. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I'll, I'll tell you if, if, if I smell you. It ain't going to get that hot. You'll be all right. All right. So, how was your weekend? It was good. I didn't do anything. That's a good weekend. Like literally nothing? Well, I mean, yeah. Yeah, but you're like a mover and a shaker and stuff. I'm pretty sure you did something. Yeah, but sometimes I don't want to move or shake. So you didn't sometimes move or shake? I just want to sit weekend? my ass on the couch. That's what you did? Pretty much. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Have you seen that series Yellowstone? No. Well, you should watch it. Who's on it? Um, Kevin Costner. I haven't seen TV. Oh, you don't? You did you remove all the TVs from your house? No, I just don't watch it. Oh, well, you should watch Yellowstone. Everybody should watch Yellowstone. What is it about? It's about a guy on a ranch near Yellowstone. Sounds interesting. In Wyoming, I mean Montana. (laughs) Yeah. And it's all about their life. Like their 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 family's like a total shit show. Mm Hmm. So. Like, the daughter is just totally messed up in the head because the mother was kind of whacked. But they're, like, the richest people in Montana, and they own the largest ranch ever it's in like just the a ranch. world. It's about the, f- the family's life, and they're trying to save their ranch. Who, Kevin Costner, I think. Yeah. Is that right? Kevin Costner. Anybody else notable? Um, Beth, the chick that plays Beth, I can't remember her name, but you would recognize her when you saw her. I don't remember that kind of stuff. And what is it called? Yellowstone. Yellowstone. You know, like the National Monument? Yeah. You know, you could go there. You could travel sometime. Uh, you know I don't travel. Well, why don't you travel, Willie? Because it's dangerous. It's not dangerous. It is dangerous. It's more dangerous getting in your little, whatever that car is out there, a little infinity. Uh, yeah. The way you drive. You've never seen me drive. I have too. You've seen me come to work. And yes. Which I'm not Which working. you're rushing because you're late <laughs> for my workout appointments. You're not working out because nobody's working right now. That's right. Yeah. It was been a long time ago since yeah. I saw you drive your car. Blink. Now Blink. we're just podcasting. Blink. Yeah. Um, so Yellowstone. And the whole world's getting fat. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if, if, well, if I get to work, then I'll, you know, I'll get busy again, but COVID has messed everything up. COVID has ruined my life. It's ruined everybody's life. Because my whole, my whole life is around travel. Yeah. So. Yeah. And you travel, you used to travel all the time. All the time. Can you tell us some of the places you've been? Nothing, nothing here. Nothing in the country. Like just nothing in the country. U.S. Yeah, I don't care about other states. Well, states are cool. No, they're not. It is cool, and if you can't afford to travel internationally because it's expensive and it takes a lot of time, then you should see the state. You should see the sites in in the U.S. Eh. Eh. Everybody sounds like me. That's boring. You're not boring. No, but people are. If they sound just like me, I want to hear some foreign languages, some accents and stuff like that. Okay. Well, let's see. Where have I've you been? been? all over the world. Like? Oh, my gosh. I've been all over Europe. Mm-hmm. Been to South America, <sighs> Central America. Not continents. Like, specifics. All right. I've been to the UK. I've been to France. I've been to Germany. I've been to Italy. I've been to Greece. I've been to the... UAE. What's that? The uh, United Arab Emirates, Dubai. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I've been to India. I've been to Doha. I've been to India more times than I ever want to go again. Um, 
I've been to Czech Republic. Wow. Um, let me think. Okay, then we can go to South America. I've been to Brazil. I've been to Colombia. I've been to Uruguay. I've been to Chile. I've been to Argentina. <laughs> Did I say Colombia? No. That's another one, though. No. I went to Colombia. Colombia was really interesting. The first time I ever went to Colombia was when, like, drugs were a big thing in Colombia, right? Yeah. Or just after the big drug yeah. thing in Colombia. And when and we actually got there via a ship. We were on a cruise, and we went into Colombia. So I went, was in Cartagena, and I wanted to go shopping for leather goods, which leather goods are amazing in Colombia, because I guess they have really good cows. I'm not really sure, but anyway. <laughs> they have really good cows? I think so. Better cows, okay. Better cows, better leather. <laughs> and it's cheap, so that's good. So then my whole life is complete. Um, so... We get there, and you get in, like, this taxi, and then they have this guard that goes with you. Now, he says he's a guard, but really he's just a guy that's making money off of the stores that he takes you into. He, so is he armed? He, I don't know if he's armed. No? You don't know? Okay. I don't really know. I mean, the guys on the beach with the AK-47s patrolling the beach, they were armed. That's a little intimidating. Could you imagine going to Top Sale and being, like, a whole bunch of... Like AK military police AK forty no. seven. Well, if this rioting no. shit doesn't stop, that's probably what's going to be happening soon. So we all nah. have to keep that in mind. But anyway, right. back to Colombia. So they take you into these very specific stores, and there has they have a chair, and then the guy that takes you in sits in the chair. You shop, <laughs> and then the guy that owns the store pays the guy that brought you into the store like a commission on the shit that you bought. And you go from store to store to store and do this now. I think you're supposed to be made to feel safe. <laughs> yeah. But I'm wondering, I was wondering as I was in the taxi going, this is like a, could be like a whole ploy to kill me. Hostile. Like, <laughs> and it, let's see how much money she's spending, which ha- this is how much money she has. Now uh-huh. let's go like take her as a hostage and turn her into some kind of slave in the backwoods of the, uh, that's what I started thinking. But I made it safely and here I am today. And you went by yourself. Oh, but no, no, I was with someone at the time. Now, you travel a lot for work, and you also travel just for fun. Yeah. Was that a fun one? That was a fun one. That was a fun one. That was a vacation. Interesting fact. The guy that just did my tattoo. Yeah. He's from Colombia. That's he is right. A, he's about to go back. You should ask him about the shoppers in Cartagena. I, I might see him again because he wants to touch it up, but uh, I don't think he's coming back. <laughs> I, I don't. Know, yeah, I don't the, think he's coming back. With the stuff that's going on nowadays, I'm not so sure I come yeah, up here. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. After he was done, I'm like, hey, so you got your tickets? He he's been waiting for tickets for forever to go home, and he was like, uh, I got my well, tickets. Because there was no flights and stuff. Right, he couldn't, he couldn't, he couldn't even get on. Couldn't so, even get on there. So he finally got them, and uh, <laughs> he was all excited about it. And I'm like, hey, so I want you to work my arm a little bit. You coming back? And he, <laughs> He just looked at me and was like, <laughs> "Is it? I don't You're gonna know. have to find you a new friend." Yeah, no, that's that's sad. I might I go to Colombia. Might be cheaper. Well, it should be cheaper if he charges Colombian prices versus exactly. US See what I'm you saying? Pay pesos, and then you'd be like, "All right, exactly." You could save a lot of money. Exactly. But what if he only does like the rich and famous in Colombia tattoos, and he's gonna charge you? Oh, regular US I, I already know his shop. I know what shop he works at. See, see, I'm a stalker. I know what shop he would work at when he. Goes so back it would home. take a tattoo to get you on a plane to Colombia. Yeah, but the tattoo, I mean, like the plane would have to like literally drop me, like hover right above the the shop, drop me off, and then come pick me up right from there. Because you are afraid of airports? No, I'm afraid of uh, places. But jumping out of a perfectly good airplane to get to the tattoo shop seems reasonable it's get to you? Clo- no, it's got to get close enough for yeah. me to jump and land safely mm-hmm. from it. You, this isn't very well thought out, is it, really? It's not, but it, I mean, it, new things happen. 
Okay. New, new, new things happen. Uh, so somebody just tried to open the door. Uh-oh. But uh, anyway. Well, anyway, I mean, you, you so here's the thing, Willie. Mm-hmm. You have to expand your horizons. Why? Because you've lived in Leland your whole life. You know how good Leland has been to me? Leland has been good to everybody. <laughs> Leland is an amazing place. I live in Leland. Never thought I would live in a town called Leland. Little teeny small town That in is North weird. Carolina. It is weird for me because I'm a, kind of like a big city girl. Yeah. I miss nice shops, but but that's why you travel, to go shopping in Cartagena to buy good leather that you still to this day have. See, and that's... that's so, how is Leland compared to where, like, places you've been? You know what I mean? Is that, that's not even a realistic question. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, because you're in Leland now. Leland is a small town <laughs> outside of... Um... Pause. So, what's the biggest city you've been in? Lived in. Lived in? Yeah. Mm, probably Phoenix. Arizona. Yeah. I've never... I've, I stay away from living in big cities yeah. because it's it's expensive. Really? Yeah. Well, that's that's the rub I mean, on big cities. Yeah. Now Nowadays, you can buy... I mean, with everything that's going on in the world, you can buy a really nice apartment in New York City for like a third of the price because it's not safe. But um, <laughs> <laughs> just saying. But I mean... Big city-wise, yeah. I mean, I've lived in West Palm Beach. It's close to Miami. That's cool. I've lived in Salt Lake City. Oh, oh, crap. Shit. I lied. I lived in Detroit. That's, That's the a, biggest city I've lived in. So Detroit, uh, okay, when? When? Um, back when carjacking was a big thing <laughs> is when I lived there. So like doing... During, during... So it was in the 90s. Oh, so it was still... Before, it was Detroit. It was Detroit. Yeah. It was be- it's before the revolution of Detroit. Uh-huh. I mean, I've been back. I was back there a couple years ago. And they've really done a lot with the city. It's it's actually quite nice now. Like I can't you buy a house like twenty twenty bucks? You could you could buy a house pretty cheap, but um, yeah, it's much it's much better now. They've done a lot to renovate Detroit. How it long was you, really scary. How long were you there? I think I lived there seven years. Seven years. Yeah. So okay, I'm gonna go back to Phoenix, right? Okay, let's go back. So, oh, you went to Phoenix. I've been to Phoenix. You is that was was that your first airplane ride? No. Oh. I don't. I went to Miami. Oh, okay. on a plane. Okay. Weather. All right, so you live here now in Leland, mm-hmm. East Coast, mm-hmm. beach town. Well, kind of, sort of, twenty minutes from the beach. Humidity versus like dry heat. That's one hundred and ten every day. You prefer which one? Dry heat. Yeah, one hundred and ten. Well, okay. So, <laughs> ladies, here's the deal. You have a good hair day every single day in Phoenix. There is never frizz. There's nothing like that. Yeah. Nothing. Your hair looks good every single day. And see, Phoenix, it is sunny 350 days a year. So you're happy. You're happy. Like, if we look out the window, it's dreary. And dreary makes me true. sad. True, true, true. So it's always happy. I always felt happy in Phoenix. How do you feel about not having seasons? I don't like to be cold. Oh. <laughs> so that's the end of that. Yeah, you don't care. And when it's like 78 in January, every day of the month, and there's no humidity, life is good. <laughs> yeah. Life is good. So my experience was the same thing. I, I was only there for like four days, but the dry heat. Did Come, it make you like your head chafe where you don't? Need yeah. That? Well, it was. It was just. It was burning. Like it. You kind of like burning. But the difference was versus. Okay, ninety degrees here, humidity versus one hundred and ten in Arizona is completely different. Absolutely. The shades, like tree shade, any place you can find shade in Arizona actually works. Yep. Whereas here, it, it does nothing. Nope. 
But uh, yeah, if if I had to pick weather wise, yeah, between East Coast versus uh, Phoenix, I would I would stay in Phoenix. Phoenix weather is perfect. Yeah. I, I think it's. Per- I think San Diego is known for like the most temperate, perfect yeah. climate in the U.S., but. It still gets chilly there. I think. See, yeah. I think Phoenix is is just. I love Phoenix. I, I love think Arizona. I, would, I think I like San Diego. Oh, you'd love San Diego because it's like a cool, relaxed, laid back. It's way chill. Place. Yeah. See, that's my that's my style right there. It's chill, but it's expensive and it's. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, because people want to go there, right? Yeah, but you just. I mean, you just pay too much in taxes. Okay. Like you can't. Aff- like, do you really want to pay almost fifty percent in taxes? No. For what? True. And that's you can, California, you can get a beach. right? Yeah, that's California. That's just, that's it's California. ridiculous. It's taxed out the wazoo. Yeah. yeah. And they want to tax people after they leave the country, I heard on the news the other day. And that's insane, <laughs> too. So they're just a bunch of whack jobs. But, but I feel bad because they have all these fires. That's a terrible thing right now. There's all these terrible forest fires. So uh, why why is that always the case? Why are, it's like it's like it's a season. Is it fire it's season? It's fire season. Like the Santa Ana winds and the it's dry, How and then the winds stuff? kick up, and there's <laughs> the, well, then it's dead stuff because it's so dry, and then the dry dead stuff. It's not like you're gonna put wet wood on a fireplace. You're gonna put dry wood on a fireplace, and when the dry, it's all dry, it just. But if it up. burns every year, how does wouldn't the stuff grow back? Like they it's keep a building, different place. they keep building stuff. The, the fires don't go someplace different every time, right? They well, just kind of goes generally. where it can start. Yeah. There's nowhere to start, then so it goes if, where it can start. So eventually, California is going to be well, like a match tip, like a struck match. It's terrible. Wow. I feel bad for them. It's really sad. It's like one more thing in 2020, if you ask me. Well, it's like living in Tornado Alley, right? Yeah. I mean, at least the fire you can get out. Well, if you're smart, you get out. You don't just sit there and wait. Yeah, a it's tornado. Like, tornadoes just happen. Tornadoes happen, and that's scary because right. you know like, you could be sleeping at night, and then, and then next thing you know, your ass can be train. flying out the roof. Yeah, just going through something. Like, and you next, you're like in the next town over. I'll tell you what's freaking now. I that- know someone that survived. Oh, check this out. Oh, <laughs> in Lorenberg, uh-huh. this guy literally survived a tornado. Now, I think he was highly intoxicated. <laughs> That's how. Sitting in his Barca lounger. Yeah. Tornado comes through. The whole house is gone, and his ass is still sitting in the Barca lounger. <laughs> who wait, who wait, does that happen to? Drunk people. It's like that car accident thing where people are drunk, and they survive car accidents, no scratches or nothing, and then like they kill eight people in the other car. Yeah. It's that thing. Because they can't feel anything. Right. So he survived a tornado. And then he survived getting struck by lightning. <laughs> who does that happen to? Like, what is the luck? And, you know, he should just buy a lot. He should have bought... He's dead he sh- now. Sorry. What, mm-hmm. what did he die from? Drinking too much. Oh, like cirrhosis? I, oh, cirrhosis, diabetes, the whole thing, man. A, you just, just you can't... A result of drinking I mean, too I'm much. all about having a good drink and everything, but, you know, you can't, yeah, you, like... You, you, you throw him back. <laughs> How do you know I throw him back? Because you said so. Uh, <laughs> not anymore, because I'm, tr- because I'm trying to be healthier. I know. Which is why I know I hang out with you. She uh, she hangs out with me because uh, I used to train her back when I could, back when it was legal. Yep. Right? I was the best client, wasn't I? Yeah. She was her own trainer. <laughs> Willie, she, I'm not doing that exercise. Yeah, she's the only person I got to tell me what she ain't going to do. <laughs> and then tells me when she's done. <laughs> yep. 30 minutes, I'm done. Yeah. Looking at the watch. Uh, I'm out. Okay, all right. Okay, so I got a question. Yep. Cuisine. Cuisine. Out of all the places you've been. In the world? Okay, we'll, we'll start a little more closer to home. In Leland? No, no. God, Chick-fil-A. No. Chick-fil-A, yeah. 
Yes. Those little chicken nuggets Chick-fil-A and the waffle the, fries are the tits. Chick-fil-A I love is, the, is the best restaurant in Leland. It, it is? No. That's not true. I'm sure there's better it restaurants. And what about that brisket and barbecue place across the way? Maybe when it's they good. When they have... Oh, let me shut up. Let me not do that. Okay. Don't do that. When, when they have brisket. Um, okay. So, nationally, cuisine-wise... In the U.S.? What's the best place you've been to to eat? Because I, I know you've been to like New celebrity York chefs. I think New York City has some yeah. of the best food. Yeah. yeah. New York City. I think in the world that I've been, only places I've been, London is up there. Mm-hmm. But Greece? Huh. Now, I remember you telling me about Greece. Dear sweet baby Jesus, let me tell you about Greece. <laughs> yeah. I, I uh, <laughs> oh, like yeah. I want to leave right now. So orange juice is this fresh squeezed orange juice. I've never had better orange juice in my she life. She starts with orange juice. No, no, no. Because I'm going to go up to french fries next. And the french fries. So I love french fries. I'm obsessed with french fries, which is why I have to come here yes. and work out with you because I like french fries too much. Um, the french fries in Greece, the olive oil that they have there, the local, it's just... It's, it's real. It's so real. Yeah. And it's so good. They're the best french fries ever. But amazingly, <laughs> amazingly enough, Willie, the pizza... So I've been to Italy, and I oh, I went to Italy. Yeah, ten days every day for mm-hmm. lunch, pizza and beer, pizza and beer, pizza and beer, ten days straight at the same pizza place every <laughs> every day, ten days straight. <laughs> and then in Greece, we were in Santorini, and there's this place called Skiza Pizza, S K I Z A. I highly recommend it for anyone that goes to Greece. Skiza Pizza. And every day, pizza and beer for lunch, pizza and beer for lunch every day. It was so good. So, I don't know if it's the fresh ingredients, it's the dough, it's the water, it's the oil, it's the cheese. Dear God, I don't know, but I want to eat that. Why right do now. I think the Greeks uh, invented pizza? Well, maybe because they started the whole world. Yeah, okay. There so you they go. could be back to that day. Because, you know, from a couple of my past jobs, I used to have to do a lot of restaurant service. All Greek restaurants, they have the best hoagies. Mm. The best pizza. The Euros, mm, they have good. And food. it's I always the Greek best food. pizza. I love Greek food. Yeah, it's and and just salads. Ooh. But I'm just saying, like, and oh the, yeah, Greek yeah. salad. See, that'd be healthy to eat. Yeah, they French fries. But they they've always had like Italian restaurants that were owned by Greek people. Greek people. That awesome. must be a thing. I don't know. I wish we had a good Greek restaurant here in Leland. Which one? I know. I wish we did. Oh, we don't have one. No. I don't even know. I think there's one in Wilmington, maybe. If a girl that works for me is Greek, and I What's think an, she said there's one in Wilmington that's really good. What, what Peter Delight? No. <laughs> what is? <laughs> there's like a, a place off of Oleander, across from like Capital Ford. Capital Ford. On the um, left, there's a shopping center there. I think there's a Greek restaurant in there that has some good food. But you know what? I haven't tried it yet. I rarely go into Wilmington now. I know. Just, because God forbid you leave Leland and expand your horizons, like yeah. going on a plane they and traveling need, somewhere. Well, I'm telling you, if I go on a plane, it like... Uh, Think about how much you would have to talk about on your podcast if you traveled. But I'd be too busy traveling. I wouldn't do a podcast, right? You could do podcasts while you travel. Leland. I know. I was hoping you wouldn't say that, but yeah, you're right. Live, live, so, in person, Willie from San Diego. Woo. That would be cool, right? Hey. And then you could just do live on the street stuff. But you'd have to go because you'd have to like show me all the stuff. I could, yeah. You have to be like, we could be like a traveling podcast. Traveling company. podcast. And we could do advertising for people that wanted to sponsor our travels. I, hey, I told one of my coworkers she's going to miss me when I quit. When I quit this. What am I supposed to do? Uh, I don't know. Figure it out for yourself. You travel. 
guess I'll just uh-huh. add that 10 pounds right back on. Well. It's okay, Willie. So, Willie, why do you have a shark on your board? Because uh, a friend of mine, Mark, I just said his name. Mark. It's local. It's Mark. He's a... Uh, There's opening. a lot of Marks in Leland, so I well, don't think you're like dis- full disclosure disclosing anybody here. This particular Mark is opening the brewery. Mark, the brewery guy. Yeah. Mm, I can't wait. Mark, the brewery guy. Open the brewery. He, he will. He will. He just got to wait for COVID. But his son, who 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 is is a great kid. He's got two great kids. His son, Sammy, gave me this uh this rock. And it has a dolphin on it. He drew a little dolphin on it, right? And... After he gave it to me, he just went over to the whiteboard and just started drawing a shark. Also, because the first day I met those kids, uh, they made me play Baby Shark in the gym, and it drove the dad crazy. Baby Shark, what's that? Baby Shark, do 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 do. Come on, I don't know what Baby Shark is. Are you serious? You've never heard Baby Shark? No. You can make that our theme song for this episode. Oh, you know what? I'll open the show with Baby Shark. Okay. I'll play it for you after the show. I can't believe you never heard Baby Shark. I don't know Baby Shark. It was like the I don't like sharks, Willie. Nobody does. No, I really don't like sharks. I know what you're doing. It's pretty good. I don't really like sharks at all. Hey, listen to this segue. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever been diving? Of course, you know this. You kind of know the story. So here's the thing. I crack up nowadays when I see all these stories on the news about people like, they're so pissed off that there's sharks in the ocean. I went to the beach and there was a shark in the ocean. And I'm like, that's where they freaking live, Mm -hmm. you morons. Guess what? I've never seen a shark. You've seen one at the zoo, or not the zoo, the aquarium, or whatever the hell. But guess what? I've never seen one. Because you don't go in the water. Yeah, I've never seen one in my house. There's never been a shark in my house. Do you even know how to swim? No. Like your mom never just dumped you your ass in a big deep end and been like, get out. Mom can't even swim. Yeah. That's the family thing. Yeah, that's that's the family thing. The stereotype uh, lives on. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I I don't know. I I can't swim. But there's there's a lot of sharks in the water. And so when I see people getting like all like, oh, Mm -hmm. oh, there's a shark in the water. And where do you want the shark? Yeah. What do you what do you expect? What do you expect? You don't. You okay? You go in their house. House. Yeah. And you don't think they might try to eat? Yeah. They might, or they might not. If they do. So, well, you have to try to survive, which is what I had to do. What happened? So, I don't. I've been a scuba diver. And I, I hear people all the time saying, we're going to go scuba. So I travel a lot, right? And I'm on there and I go to yeah. these places. And these people are like, oh, we're going to go we're gonna go shark diving. And I'm like, you're a moron. And they're like, why? I'm like, let me tell you about a shark dive. Let me tell you about a real shark dive. Not this little thing. Oh, I'm going to go down and look at a little Nerf shark that's on the ground. No. Before she continues on this story, I'm letting y'all know right now that she is like the, who's the guy? Dosek. She's like the Dosecki's lady. <laughs> she's she's got stories like crazy. She's like the most interesting. Jayla doesn't always blah blah blah, yeah. but when she does, when she does, <laughs> she's like the most interesting lady in the world. So she's got a story about sharks, sharks, and her experience with like firsthand, right? right. So here's the deal: <laughs> scuba diving. I'm a novice diver, but the person I'm with is a very experienced diver, and. He was a commercial scuba diver, spear fisherman for a living. This is my husband at the mm-hmm. time. And he needed a paycheck. So it's like we had to go out. I mean, he literally would go under the water, shoot fish, sell it to the fish market. Freshest fish you'll ever get. 
You can't get we fresh. We can talk about fresh fish right. another day, but this is the freshest <laughs> fish you'll ever get. I'm not going to talk about it today. Uh-huh. So we we're trying to find another a mate to go on the boat with us. So it's um, a big 45-foot twin-turbo diesel Chris Craft boat. A big-ass boat, okay? <laughs> yeah. So we need someone that can run the boat, <clears throat> and we're going to dive and stuff. So we get this greenhorn guy named Dave. Hold on. What's the greenhorn? That guy that's not very experienced. Oh, oh. You should watch more Deadliest Catch, and then you'll know more about that. But anyway. <laughs> rookie. So, a rookie. So I got this rookie guy who is going to be on the boat with us. Well, I'm not going to dive with the rookie guy because I don't know him from anybody and like he could kill me yeah. under the water. I mean, that's a thing too, right? <laughs> People die underwater like all the time. Like like husbands like slice their wives' air yeah, and they Roman, die yeah. on their honeymoon. You heard that story. But anyway, so I'm going to dive with Paul and we're going to... There's two ways, two ways of doing this. You can do what's called dive the jug where you throw a jug of water it floats. Mm-hmm. On the top, and you just roll off the boat with all your dive gear on, and you go down where that jug is. Okay? Imagine that. Milk jug in the water, you roll over top. Yeah, I'm not doing okay. that. But yeah, go, go I know you're not doing it. <laughs> you're not even going to get in the boat. You're so scared. Uh-uh. I'll get in the boat, but no. So, anyway, God forbid it splash you. Mm-hmm. So then, um, or you can dive the anchor, right? So you put the, an- the anchor of the boat, and then you roll, just roll off the side, and then you go down to the bottom, and then you come back up to the boat. Right? Yeah. The other way, the first way, the boat follows you and tries to find your bubbles and tries to find you. So find your bubbles. Find your bubbles in the ocean. <clears throat> in the ocean, like, okay. you can see them. They oh, make, make little oh, rings, oh. bubbles. So your water, your, you know, your okay. air is making bubbles. Okay. So we take a dive. We're going to dive the anchor because I don't trust this Dave guy to maybe come get my bubbles. <laughs> Dave's a rookie. Right. Yeah. Dave's a rookie. So we tell Dave, listen, if you don't see our bubbles in like 20 minutes you need to come find us right so you either cut the anchor you drag the anchor you, you whatever whatever you got to do but you got to come you got to start looking for us if uh-huh. you don't see us in in 20 minutes and we dive deep so we're driving like 130 140s what pretty deep in the ocean 130 140 140 feet okay okay so well that's the plan anyway uh-huh. so we roll off the side <laughs> of the boat hold up hold up does does Dave like acknowledge like oh yeah yeah I know yeah I got you yeah don't worry about it I got it oh yeah Dave's all like Rico Suave cool man like <laughs> like he knows what the hell he's doing well I got news for you he's lucky to be alive so <clears throat> anyway we dive off we roll off the side of the boat now I I'm I'm s- experienced enough but. I still have to make sure that I can breathe yeah. and that my gear is good. And I'm like, can I breathe? Is my tank even, you, you know, like, the nerves. I'm kind of like just making sure my gear is working as yeah. I'm starting to make my descent down to the bottom. Uh-huh. And Paul had rolled off before me and he like puts his dive gear on like, like you put your underwear on, you yeah. know, it's like done and he's in the water and I'm like, oh, can I breathe? <laughs> so anyway, so all of a sudden he looks behind me and he points his finger like to look behind you. Oh God. So I look behind me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dear sweet God. It's fucking Jaws. Sorry, pardon my language. It's the biggest shark I've ever seen in my life. Right behind me. Right behind you. Right behind me. I, I am like, you know a charcuterie board with the meats and the olives yes. on I'm one of those little olives on yeah. there, and this thing is just going to come in so just one bite. So that's how big it is. One bite. One bite, I'm gone. One bite, I am because you know I'm not very big. I'm only four yeah. ten. I'm a little teeny person, right? <laughs> so I'm like, oh, oh. So you have to understand this dive. Paul was going to teach me how to use the spear gun. 
so with the spear gun. It's a five foot long spear gun. At the end of it, it has what's called a power head, which is a casing where you put a live bullet in it. Right. And you shoot the fish with the live bullet. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's not like a spear, like a three pronged pointy thing, like you see in Tarzan or whatever. It's not like that. <laughs> yeah. This is like a yeah. shoot a bullet, right? So Paul is probably in the top one to two percent of spear fishermen in the United States on the East Coast. So wait a minute, you don't know how to use the so spear gun. I don't know how yet, to use the spear gun. Because you're going to learn. I'm going to learn. <laughs> okay. So I have a spear gun. I have a Hawaiian pole spear, which is a yellow thing with three prongs on it, like to use like Tarzan. Mm -hmm. I have the stringer to get to put the fish on. Once you shoot the fish, put them on so you can take them up. And I have my bullets. And then you have one magic bullet that goes under your wetsuit right at your wrist. The, and you don't use the magic bullet unless your ass is going to die. That's an emergency bullet. That's the emergency bullet. Or is it the one that you put between your head? If you could actually shoot the spear gun that way, it might yeah. work. But it's kind <laughs> five foot long, so you're shooting at someone else's head. So I'm sitting here thinking, oh, dear God, I'm going to have to shoot a shark. I don't even know how to, like, what do I do? Shoot a shark. So we are only like five or six feet under the water. It's not like we're like deep in the water. Like she's up, like you can see her fin, I'm sure, uh -huh. like in the top of the water. I don't know. So what's <laughs> happening is now I'm like, okay, Paul is going to save us because he is the professional. Yeah. So he is going to shoot the shark, right? Now, we don't like to ever shoot anything that you can't take unless your life depends on it. Right. Right, right. now, it is now, imagine this, just close your eyes listeners and imagine this paul's swimming i'm swimming right up behind him i am so far so near him he can't even see behind he doesn't even know i'm behind him i'm practically like up in between his legs like he can smell you underwater man, man, with, man with gun uh -huh. then there's little little jayla right behind him and then there's the female version of jaws the female wait a minute how do you know i don't know oh, okay i'm just it just looked like a girl She's a sand tiger. <laughs> just big. like a girl. Look like a girl. Okay. Pretty sure it was a girl. Because <laughs> only girls would do this. Anyway, so this shark proceeds to just continue to swim behind us. So it's like, imagine a circle. Paul, me, shark. Paul, me, shark. Paul, me, shark. So Paul's trying to get up on the shark to shoot it. The shark's trying to, like, trying to determine if I'm the flavor of the day. Yeah. And Paul's trying to shoot the shark, and the shark is trying to eat me, and Paul's trying to shoot the shark, and the shark's trying to eat me, and I'm just trying to be like, shoot the gun, beep, 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 shark, <laughs> right? Because I'm going to die. Yeah. So he finally, it takes a while to load the gun. He loads the gun, boom, hits it, nothing happens. The, bat, the, the bullet doesn't detonate. It just kind of pings her. She doesn't really, she doesn't even do anything. Doesn't even feel it. Doesn't even phase her. I'm like, oh, great. So we keep going around and around and around. <laughs> Boom, second shot he takes. Yeah. Puts a big hole in the side of her head. Yeah. But it still doesn't phase her. And I'm like, oh my God. If this shark is not so pissed off right now oh. and hungry, <laughs> like, I'm going to die. Like, I, I'm going to be eaten by a shark. I never thought this would happen to me in my but, life. But how cool would that be? To be eaten by a shark? Yeah. Not cool. You, like. No. You'd be dead. I know, but you. you I didn't want to be dead. I had little people at home. It was a time. Okay, that's, yeah, you're right. You're right. Okay. You're Who's right. going to take care of my little people? Paul. You'd be dead too. One bite. Both yeah, yeah, of us. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. All One right. Bite so we're still going around in the circle, around the circle. Finally, third bullet. Boom. Hits magic her. bullet. Not the magic bullet, because oh. you got plenty. You got like six, eight, ten bullets on he your He only gave piece. you one. 
No, I had, I had enough. I had enough. <laughs> so, boom, he hits her. She spirals down to the bottom of the ocean. She's dead. He comes up to me, and I just do the sign with thumbs up, like, I'm going to the top. I've had yeah. all the fun. I'm out. Uh, peace out. <laughs> peace out. I'm done. So, we go up to the water. And now we've been down. We It's been at least 20, 25 minutes. Mm-hmm. So, I'm... I don't know really what's happening with the like. I'm just trying to not get eaten by a shark. So yeah. the boat situation is really not of importance to me. At that now, point are you are you relieved because you think the shark is dead and you think? Oh you're, yeah, I know. You're the, good? I'm like, I'm good. Okay. I'm, all right, let's go up. Let's go get back in the boat. We'll drink some beer. I've had enough diving for today, yeah. and you know, we'll do something else. Boom! Pop my head up, and there's like a two to three foot kind of swell. It's like a little choppy that day. So the waves will come up and your body's kind of bobbing uh-huh. up there. And you've got your BC on, so it's inflated, you know, so you can kind of see. So I'm like, I look around. I'm looking. I'm looking. <laughs> I'm looking to the left. I'm looking to the right. I'm looking in front of me. I'm looking behind me. No freaking boat, Willie. Rico Suave is... Rico Suave's <laughs> failing me. Rico Suave's about to be murdered. So we're looking and looking and looking. Can't find the boat. So Paul says, well, he doesn't say anything because you have a right. regulator in your yeah. mouth. You know, you can't talk. So we decide, he, he looks at me and I'm like, well, let's just swim. Like, I, I don't know. Like, let's just swim. Just swim. So we start swimming. Just in but, any direction. But we're not, we're not, like, we're just trying to, like, we're just, we're just trying to go somewhere, uh-huh. you know? Well, they're. There's this, what's called a thermocline, which is when the cold air, cold water and the warm air touch, and there's like this silt that kind of grows in there. Mm-hmm. So when you go down and you're diving, there's no visibility. You can't see. I couldn't see from me to you, which were three, four feet away. I yeah. couldn't see that far. So we start, do- start swimming, and Paul's gone. I can't see him anymore. Oh, my and God. And I'm like, okay. Well, <laughs> my thighs are burning. I am swimming as hard as I can. And you know I have strong legs, Yeah. right? Yeah. I am swimming as hard as I can, and I'm going nowhere. I am actually going backwards. The current, what has happened now? Ready? News at 11. The whole time me and Paul and the shark were going around and around and around in circles, uh-huh. the current was just carrying us away from the boat. And you had no idea. We had no idea. Neither did Rico Suave. And neither, well, Rico Suave should have known something. <laughs> he is, there's no excuse Well, he was supposed to come look for y'all anyway. Dave the dumbass is what we'll call him from now on. So. Sorry, Dave. No. Oh, He's lucky okay. to be alive. Okay. Okay. Anyway, so. All of a sudden, we, we stop and we realize we can't go anywhere. So then the next thing I know, I pop my head up and I look and I can see the boat finally. Yeah. And it's like four to five football fields away. <laughs> way, way far away. Like far, far away. Now, I want you... Let me just set the stage here. We aren't diving like off topsail. Right. We are 60 miles in the middle of the ocean. The ocean. The middle of the ocean. Not off the beach. Not off the beach. The middle of the ocean. 60 miles <laughs> offshore. 60 miles offshore. Mm-hmm. So we see the boat. I'm like, okay. So Paul grabs all the gear except one piece of equipment. And the piece of equipment he leaves me with is this yellow Hawaiian pole spear. Just in case. Well, good point. Yes, just in case. But when you are trained to be a diver, you know that the reason that thing is yellow is if you need it and you can hold it up, people can see the yellow. So oh, it's bright colored. Gotcha. So when he leaves that with me, I immediately know that he is leaving me you know, oh, in the middle of the ocean by myself. Alone. Alone. 60 uh, miles out to sea. 
<laughs> after I almost got eaten by a shark. So. And and mind you, people, this is all in the same scenario. This is not two different scenarios. This is all happening. Same at day. The same day. Same whatever. Same hour. Same hour. Yeah. Let's just say it's all happening in the same hour. Yeah. But it was probably more like an hour and 45 <laughs> minutes, but it doesn't matter. So we, so Paul's gone. He's gone. And I'm out in the ocean, the middle, 60 miles in the middle of the ocean all by myself. Where all the, I do is I pump up my air in my BC yeah. and I just sit there. And then it starts. What starts? So here is the power of the human brain, Willie, and the spirit. This is the most important part of the story. Mm-hmm. Your brain is conditioned to help you overcome moments of extreme fear and distress. Right. It's more than fight or flight. It's almost surreal like you're having an out-of-body experience. Uh-huh. No lie. So I'm out there, and all of a sudden, all my mind can think about is Dave the dumbass. <laughs> and here's what's going on in my mind. And I won't say all the words because there might be kids listening. But They won't. Who cares? Pretty much it. it went round like this. We told that motherfucker <laughs> to cut the anchor and come find us. If <laughs> if I live, I'm going to kill him when I get on that boat. Yeah. If I don't live, I'm going to haunt him for the rest of his freaking life. He will never have peace. Ever. What is wrong with this man? Like, And all that, that just went in my brain over and over and over and over Instead and over again. of, I'm in Instead the middle of the like, ocean. I'm in the middle of the ocean and I'm in the middle of the ocean by yeah. myself. Jaws could come back. Oh, 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 wait. <laughs> Let me just tell you this. Never once did that thought ever enter my mind. I never, ever thought about getting eaten by another shark at that point. You were just mad. My, I was so angry. angry. I was so angry. That, and my mind was like, my brain wasn't going to let myself just all of a sudden get so overwhelmed. It was like my brain focused strictly on how mad I was at Dave to help eliminate all of the yeah. other things that could literally make you go insane. Right. So the mind is an amazing thing. So if you're ever in a, like, a really high-risk situation, you just need to think. remember that. Kill Dave. Kill Dave. There was that movie, Kill Bill. We should have changed it to Kill Dave. But anyway, <laughs> so the next thing, so it's time is going on. I'm out there for a good 25, 35 minutes, 40, we, I don't know. It was like seems at least, like days. It seemed, all I kept thinking is, I'm going to kill him. I'm going to haunt him. My body's going to wash up in Atlantic City. I'm going to kill him. I'm going to haunt him. My body's going to wash up in Atlantic City. The last part. I'm going to kill him. I'm going to haunt him. My body's going to wash up in Atlantic City. That's all I kept thinking yeah, about. Yeah, in that order. In that exact order. <laughs> so the next thing I know. So Dave, Dave, do you remember like, do you remember when you buy Marlboro cigarettes? I'd never smoked, but people that do. Um, and they used to have those little things, those little coupons in them. And you could turn those coupons in for like Marlboro gear. I do know what you're talking hats, about. Hats, yeah. sweatshirts. Yeah. Well, Dave had a Marlboro sweatshirt on. I'll never forget this. And it was red. <laughs> That's what he was wearing when he was being a dumbass. So I'm all of a sudden I kind of look up once and I can see him like waving his arms. And I'm like, what the f- are you doing What now? is Dave doing? Are you waving to me? Are you waving to me? This is what's going on. I'm like, I... I'm going to kill Dave. I'm going to haunt Dave. My body's going to be a, end up in Atlantic City. That's exactly what I kept thinking. So I'm so angry. Well, the next thing you know, I pop my head up and I can see someone at the helm of the boat. And I'm like, oh my God, Paul made it back to the boat. Like right. He made it to the boat and he's going to come save me. Yeah. Yeah. And all he put that, he did exactly what Dave should have done. Put the boat in gear and come get the people that are out in the middle of the ocean. Because he knew Drag where you were. 
Well, yeah, yeah. Well, now you can see. Me. You can see you because you got the yellow. Got the yellow flying pulse spear. Yeah, up there. So Paul comes and brings the boat up to me. Now at this point, I'm completely out of my mind. I'm just like, I like, I was having like a total out of body experience. And they pull the back of the boat up towards me, and they just lift me out of the water. Yeah. They strip down all my dive gear. They're like, "Are you okay? Are you okay?" And I am speechless. Now, some of you might notice. I'm not always speechless. I have lots she, to say. She, yeah, yeah. She's not never a quiet been person. Short for words. So I look at them. I say nothing. I go to the, the cooler. I open the cooler. I grab a beer. <laughs> I open the beer. I drink the entire can of Budweiser. Like straight. Like you shoot straight. it almost. Like I, no college boy could have beaten No college boy. <laughs> I would have beat him. Now, and I didn't even drink beer at the time. It didn't matter. It could have been arsenic practically. And I probably would have drank it if I thought it would have made me feel better. <laughs> So I drank the beer. I went to the head. I took a shower. I went to the forepeak of the boat, and I sat there. And for three and a half hours, I did not speak. While they kept coming up to me saying, are you okay? And I would just look at them. And then they'd say, are you okay? And I would just look at them. But I lived. I survived. I want to know, when did you finally speak? When you got off the boat and got home? No, no, no. It was about three and a half hours later. I don't know. I probably got hungry or something. Did you speak to Dave? (laughs) Yeah, we didn't really... We I I refrained from anything, from sharing yeah. anything because um, I felt it was best. What oh, I didn't want it to be three people out on the boat, two people back. Yeah, you know I wanted to not do that. So he didn't have any idea what you guys. I don't went really think underwater. Um, well, no, we told him. I yeah. mean, Paul obviously had told him like a shark almost ate us, and then you left my wife out <laughs> yeah. in the middle of the ocean, and I had to leave You're a her. Dumbass. I had to leave her because of you, and I had to leave her. You know, like like yeah. come on, I'm, I'm sure. Well, let me just put it to this way: <laughs> Dave never got on the boat again. Never. That was his first and only trip on on the under pressure. So, that was the name of the boat. So, do you know where Dave is now? Uh, I could care less. <laughs> could care less. But um, the next day, Paul said, you got to get back in the water and dive again. And I said, you're insane in the membrane. And he's like, nope, put your gear on, you're going. I'm like, nope, I'm not going. He's like, yep, get back on that horse. I'm like, nope, I'm going to die. He's like, nope, get on the horse. And I ended up, we ended up diving and slaughtered it. We shot so many fish. It made the whole trip. It made the mortgage payment that month. Yeah. So, it was so- awesome. As far as you guys catching fish, yeah. aside from that story, did, were you looking for something specific or? Well, uh, we would shoot grouper. Grouper. Snapper. Hog snapper. Have you ever, have you ever been face to face with a Goliath uh, yes, grouper? Yes, once. They're amazing. Ama- what? It's amazing. Now, I've seen one of them eat a shark. Yeah. No, it's the big, it, it looks, <laughs> so I, like, Paul could see fish that I would never see underwater. He'd mm-hmm. be shooting something. I'm like, where'd that come from? You know? But one time I came up under, like, right up to this, like, kind of crevice. And underneath the crevice was a big Goliath grouper. I mean, it was like the whole wall. It was like a whole wall of fish. Ooh. And you're just like, ooh, that's awesome. But scuba diving is by far one of the best things I've ever done. It's it's incredible. It's a whole nother world down there. It's so peaceful. I love sea turtles. I love seeing all the the, the eels and the crabs and the lobster and just it's like if you can see my face right now it's awesome yeah well you won't even get in this baby swimming pool in your backyard uh no all right no i got a question though yes like have you seen like uh who who was it who who went down to the mariana's trench like almost to the bottom james cameron right he, oh yeah when he goes down in that machine he did that that thing yeah. that solo tube yeah, thing. yeah that'd be cool what 
Yeah, because there's like all this coolest species you've never seen. Because you're not supposed to, because you're not supposed to be there. That's the problem. That's the But Willie, you you can't say that about the ocean because you just should say that about the earth. Because if you say it about the ocean, you should say that we okay. as humans shouldn't be here either. Well, this is what I'm saying, right? We can send stuff. We've been to the moon, allegedly. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> we've been, what? We've sent things to Mars and like yep, brought rover. it back. And brought it yep. back. Yep. Right? Yep. It like even landed in the same spot it took off. Yep. Or something like that. But we can't like explore the bottom of the ocean. Well, because of it's because of the physics. I of mean, it. I know why, but the we pressure. can we can send stuff to space and bring it back. But there's no pressure up there. But it's still space, you know, it's like places we've never been. It's on our planet and we can't even do it. You know why? Because you're not supposed to be there. That was my point. Well, you know what? I'm not going to the bottom of the ocean. I only went 140 feet deep. But deeper. you would if you had an opportunity. I would. I know you would. Well, I'd go anywhere if I had the opportunity. I know it. You'd That's go the to space. Thing. I'd go to space. I would go to space travel. I would see every country on this earth, mm-hmm. even the worst of countries, mm-hmm. one time. Well, you've already seen all of them. I haven't seen all of them. Like, I would go to, I had the opportunity to teach in Pakistan once, a class in Pakistan, but go right that never ahead. happened. I would go, I was like, oh, I'll go. No, People you, are like, maybe not. Maybe you should go to the, you know, UAE uh, instead. Canada. <laughs> maybe Canada. you should go to Canada instead. Maybe. You know but, where I do want to go? Now, I will I will leave the country for this place. I know where you want to go. New Zealand. And you should. Yeah. So I met the first... We need to go back, I need to go back to work. Well, yeah, first. you need to... Yeah. yeah. But it, it that is a trip of a lifetime, and that is one place I have not been. How have it, you not been to New Zealand? I know, well, you, I know you haven't been, but that's like a... It's it's on my list, yeah. but it's a big trip, so I need to take like three two, weeks off. Two three weeks. Yeah, and it's it's and it's expensive. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to fly in coach. Being so. that you you like pre COVID, uh, you just got back from where South Africa. South Africa. Yeah. Well, I was in South Safari. Africa during the peak of COVID when they yeah. were shutting down all the borders. I was there from the third, the twelfth to the twenty second of March. Yeah, she, she was out shooting uh, wild buffalo. I and never stuff. shot. <laughs> do not do with the camera. You had a camera. You're taking. Pictures. I only with a camera. Never hunt animals. Mm-hmm. No. No, she's not. She's not. She's a. She's a good. Person. Big game hunting pisses me off. As it should. It's wrong. It's stupid. You need to respect the earth and you respect the animals that are on it. And if you don't. Then you should get trampled by an elephant. I don't even like people who hunt deer for sport. Uh, unless the, unless they eat it. Only you know? if you eat it. And the only thing about deer that population. I kind of agree with is population yeah. control. That's the only reason. See, I, um, I feel like if you're going to hunt, they should make it even. I totally agree. You should only be allowed a knife. <laughs> knife and claws. Go at a it. A knife. No camouflage because you're not camouflage naturally. I know, just they don't have camouflage. Be straight up truth. To yeah, it. just walk up to it. Just just go bear walk hunting. Up and be like, go hey, bear hunting with a knife. Hey, 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 bear, you want to fight me? Yeah, and then if the bear agrees to the fight, you have to fight it. Right. And may the best bear or man win. <laughs> Pretty much banking on the bear. You know what? Um, but you know we have to respect the circle of life. I think that's the thing that's, that's most true. important. That's true. So if it's food, but you know now. It's it's hard. It's hard because I just I have no respect for people that don't respect. And, and plus, we eat. I mean, we eat meat. We eat meat. I eat right? meat. I mean, I if I meat. think about meat processing, it makes me not want to eat meat. But oh, yeah. I still I, eat meat. Yeah, I've been in the because I really like those, a good steak. I've been in the middle of one but of then those I processing like, plants. Oh no! Don't even tell me. Ooh. No, can't do it. Mm-mm. Nope, no. Nope. I don't even like it when I'm watching like um, like a crime movie mm-hmm. and like the body's left in the meat hanger. Like, I don't even like seeing that. And I watch every murder show that there like is on the face like, of the earth. Like 
What do you mean, like a human body or like a human body? You know, like when the, the bad guys they they kill the guy and then and they, they, they hang him, him in the, the yeah. they hang him up in the meat locker. That pisses me off. That pisses you off because then I have to see the meat part. And then I then I then I'm like, oh, then I should eat hungry. that. Oh no, then I'm like, <laughs> I shouldn't eat that meat tonight for dinner. It makes me feel bad. Yeah. So but, I don't like that. Well, but maybe, I love murder shows. Maybe do you, like you should shows? explore veganism. No, no, I'm not a vegan. I know that. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm a meat eating alcoholic, according to you. <laughs> I didn't say alcoholic. Not true. I didn't say Just alcoholic. Kidding. I said she needs help. <laughs> I know. I do not need help. She really does not. She's I cool. I'm just kidding. J-Love is cool, people. And that is pretty much, that was a great story. Yeah, well. Can we get one of these a week? Yeah, sure. All right. So next week. Come up with something where, better. Where? Can you, can you tell us now? Do you have any idea what we should talk about next week? Any story in you particular? You know what we're going to talk about next week? We're going to talk about airplane travel. Because I have stories about people that have really done me wrong on planes. And you are a professional. I'm a professional. Like, I didn't think there was a thing until this I met gonna you. It's going to be like travel tips for bad travelers. What? Travel tips for bad travelers? Yes. That's what the next episode will yep, be. Yep, that's what it's going to be. That's what it is. So, all right, people. That is the side gig. That's your first episode of the side gig. And I am your host, Willie Davis. And I'm here with my co host, Jayla. Jayla. <laughs> we'll see y'all. Well, we'll talk to you all next week. Thank you. Bye.